It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, we welcome you aboard on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. A short episode to round out the week because, as usual, there was late breaking news on Friday afternoon, and it's not the kind of news that most Washington football fans are going to want to hear. We will get to that in a sec. Uh, First, if you missed anything from earlier this week, check out the Wednesday episode, uh, David Harrison was with us from the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, as we kind of went over some of the prospects, including Shai Smith, the wide receiver from South Carolina, that might be a potential fit for the Washington football team. Also, on the last episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast, you heard from Jennifer King, the new assistant running backs coach, even though she was kind of in that a position last year just without that necessarily uh, without necessarily having uh, that title. All right, so away we go. Kyle Smith has left the Washington football team as we told you last week he would only to a team that we didn't know until the last couple of days uh, and and things happen quickly. So uh, the Atlanta Falcons actually announced this move, so it's official. Uh, He takes a vice president of player personnel role that was announced on Friday afternoon. Uh, And it's a lateral position in terms of title. It is a bump up, however, in terms of being the second person inside the organization, inside the front office, in terms of the general manager structure. What that means is, They don't have an assistant GM. They don't have a co-GM, basically, like Washington does with Marty Herney and with um, Martin Mayhew. He was going to be the fourth, at minimum, person in terms of structure, power, what have you, uh, an evolution of his career in Washington behind Ron Rivera, Martin Mayhew, Marty Herney, and then maybe Kyle Smith. Here, he's behind Terry Fontenot the new general manager, and presumably ahead of Arthur Smith, or at least on the same line, and the three of them will generally work together uh, to determine the right fit for the Atlanta Falcons. So that's good for uh, Kyle Smith, happy for him. Uh, It puts to bed like one of the weird kind of things where the fans obviously wanted Kyle very much to stay and believed, and largely correctly, that he was at least responsible in, in to a large degree for the team's relatively successful drafts of the last couple of years. Here's the thing. And I said this on my radio show on Friday afternoon, and I've said this before here. You know, we don't know what Kyle Smith specifically was in charge of. I mean, he was in charge of the college draft for a couple of years. Then he was in charge of all personnel, pro and college. And... Ultimately, when you're in charge of whatever you're in charge of, whether it be the organization, whether it be 
pro college, you're going to get the credit and you're going to get the blame. So oftentimes he would get the credit and rightfully so. I do think he had a heavy hand in picking guys like Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne and Montez Sweat and uh, Jimmy Moreland and, and Cameron Curl, James Smith-Williams, Kalik Hudson. Um, you know, I, I do think he had a heavy hand in that. But what we don't know, like, for instance, Cameron Curl, seventh-round pick out of Arkansas. Was that Chris Harris, the defensive backs coach? Was that Richard Rodgers, who essentially is the second uh, in line, assist you know, D, assistant D backs coach who's been with Ron Rivera forever. Was that Jack Del Rio that really zeroed in on Cameron Curl? We don't know. Nobody ever really dug deep enough on that, and you know they would probably tell you. It was a collaborative decision. They would probably tell you that. But we don't know if it was more Kyle Smith, more Jack Del Rio, more Ron Rivera, more... We don't know, right? And this is not to take away credit from anybody, but just because you lose Kyle Smith doesn't mean that you're going to lose the ability to find the next Cameron Curl. I mean, so much of this is a crapshoot anyway. Right? I mean, who expects a seventh-round pick to be as productive as Cameron Curl? Now, maybe he gets exposed in year two. I don't know. I mean, you hope he doesn't, but maybe he does. Sometimes guys show off in their rookie year. Steven Sims Jr. was great in his rookie year, right? Especially in the second half. And he was not great in any way, shape, or form in his second year. So we don't know if Cameron Curl is going to slip back. We have no idea. And again, we don't know if Kyle Smith was the one that actually discovered him. Or maybe it was Ron Rivera. Or maybe it was Jack Del Rio. Or maybe it was Chris Harris. We don't know. Period. We don't know. Um, Maybe we can dig down deep on that. But, you know, until we can find it. uh, Here's how things happened with Kyle Smith. So we reported... Way back, way back in week two in Arizona, uh, in a game day column and on this podcast, that Kyle Smith was, you know, a name to watch in terms of things uh, not going particularly well uh, and some frustration and you know, there was a situation where a guy like Rob Rogers, uh, I was told, was disappointed that he did not get the general manager job. Kyle Smith was essentially disappointed that he did not get the general manager job, even though he was immediately promoted by Ron Rivera when he first got here uh, to vice president of player personnel. And it was a situation where, you know, I was watching this situation all season long, and I had a pretty good feel and a pretty good suspicion based on people I was talking to that this was going to be the last year for Kyle Smith. Now, whether it was leave in January or whether it was leave after the draft, I don't know, but what I, what further cemented it was, you know, a couple of things. Ron Rivera 
uh, hiring Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney, essentially the GM, assistant GM, or co-GMs, even though they have different titles. One has the GM title, and obviously Marty Herney is the executive vice president of player personnel. Kyle Smith was the vice president of player personnel for whatever titles mean. Uh, Again, Kyle Smith is getting a lateral title. We told you last week that Washington would not stay in the way stand in the way of him getting a lateral position. Usually teams can block that. Washington was not going to do that, uh, which is exactly what happened. But again, he's one step closer to being a GM in Atlanta because he's assistant. He's essentially the assistant GM. Now, why they didn't give him that title, I don't know. Uh, that I don't know. That I don't know. Um, and is there going to be some attrition? Maybe. Kyle Smith leaving now? Um, hurts the Washington football. I mean, there's no way for us to track that. The only way people are going to be able to track it is if Washington makes eight picks and six of them don't make the roster or six of them fail to contribute in year one in any sort of meaningful way. I mean, that's really the only way. Really the only way. So Kyle Smith, again, vice president of player personnel, he had hired Trace Armstrong, who's now a you know former Miami Dolphin defensive end, Chicago Bear. Uh, Trace Armstrong represents a bunch of coaches and executives now. He doesn't really, to my knowledge, represent uh, a whole lot of players. Uh, it's athletes first. Uh, but I believe Trace is just in the coaching and executive front office side of things, which is... Still plenty of business uh, because, you know, remember, there's head coaches, there's offensive coordinators, there's position coaches, there's assistant GMs, GMs, college scouting. I mean, there's all sorts of people that you can tap your hands into. Uh, Eric Schaefer, who used to be the Washington uh, executive VP or senior vice president uh, for so many years, 17, 18, up until Ron Rivera came. He's with Athletes First as well. Is it a loss? Sure. Is it going to be easy to quantify? No. Are we going to have any way to prove one way or the other what the impact of losing Kyle Smith or letting Kyle Smith go is going to be? Probably not for a while, right? You, you wouldn't think until you look at the 2021 draft probably at least after the rookie year, maybe you can make an early quick judgment, but that's about it. So that's that situation. When we return, uh, the Washington football team also letting go, reportedly, of a couple of other scouts and what might be the status of another one that's key uh, for Washington. We'll discuss that next right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell. You're one of a kind, and so are your taxes. That's why TurboTax Live has experienced tax experts who are ready to listen to you, learn about your unique tax situation, and help you get the best tax outcome. Maybe you're moonlighting as a rideshare driver and you have questions about what qualifies as a deduction. Maybe you're moonlighting as a radio host, a podcast host, a writer, a TV personality, and all-around swell guy. Maybe you want an expert to walk you through the process since most of your income last year came from freelance jobs. Or maybe you'd like the whole tax filing process uh, to hand off to an expert while you perfect your banana bread recipe. Whatever you want 
and whenever you want to file with the help of an expert or let an expert do the filing for you. TurboTax Live experts are here to help, giving you the confidence to know that you are one of a kind. Uniquely, you taxes are done right. Intuit TurboTax Live. All right, 18 delicious flavors. 18. 12 original, 6 newish. They're not really new anymore because they've been around for a couple of months and they're delish. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, apple almond crisp. That's right. Those are the new built bars. But you can get the original flavors, 12 of them. Coconut almond, if that's your thing. Not my thing, but it might be your thing. Banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel peanut butter brownie bars are covered in 100 chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew that's right they won't get stuck in your teeth you won't get that disgusting feeling built up on your teeth uh, and in the roof of your mouth bars are low in calorie low sugar high in protein high in fiber great for any diet including keto check it out guys built bar at builtbar.com and when you go to builtbar.com use the promo code locked on and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, we are with you on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. So according to Inside the League on Twitter, uh, and I think his name is Jeff Stratton, uh, he's got a lot of connections in front offices and what have you. He was first to report on Friday afternoon that the Washington football team has moved on or mutually parted ways, or fired. We're not sure exactly the language uh, just yet. Jeff Scott, who was the assistant director of pro personnel and an advance coordinator. So he was working under Eric Stokes, um, and he was promoted after they fired Richard Mann II and Alex Santos in the summer. So you have that situation. Brian Zetchis, who's been around the organization for a while, was a personnel coordinator and pro scout. He's reportedly been let go. And then there's Cole Spencer, who's a national scout, who, my understanding, close to Kyle Smith, and Cole Spencer was let go or walked Basically, for three guys to mutually part ways, to walk away, a little bit surprising, right? So we should probably operate as if it was not necessarily their decision. Now, maybe they were looking to get out. Don't know. Um, You know, with the Kyle Smith situation. Uh, So right now, Tim Gribble is still the director of college personnel for right now. We'll see if that changes. Maybe it stays that way until after the draft. Maybe he leaves then. Maybe he stays. We don't know. Uh, Eric Stokes is the director of pro personnel, and I would assume he would likely replace Kyle Smith in terms of the vice president of player personnel, and he's worked with Ron and Marty Herney for a long time. And they'll probably add some more guys from outside and reshape the scouting staff in the form that Ron Rivera wants them. Now, these are, are not big names to you guys, um, but scouts change all the time. Contracts, situations. Um, I mean, it happens all the time. Uh, 
So right now, I would assume that they want to leave as much of the college staff together and maybe not blow that up because they've done so much of the work already. And there's still a lot of work to be done, but they've done a lot of the work already. So maybe, you know, a lot of teams will change the college scouting staff after after the draft when the new cycle starts. We'll see. Uh, but those three guys, according to multiple reports, are out of jobs or out of the organization, I should say. Uh, we will see what happens uh, with the rest. All right, so that's that bit of news. And then there's this. The Senior Bowl has been going on. When we come back, we'll give you Daniel Jeremiah's top 10 at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, which is, again, ultra, ultra, ultra important this week especially and this year because there's really no combine and limited personal visits. So it's all going to be a bigger part of the process. We'll do that next right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Thanks for being with us. All right, I'm Chris Russell for betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. Get in on the action, guys. The big game coming up next Sunday in Miami, in Tampa. Not in Miami, in Tampa. It is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs favored by three, maybe three and a half, depending on where you can get it. 54, 54 and a half for the total. Uh, I think I'm leaning towards, leaning towards taking the Chiefs minus the points and also covering the total, uh, the Chiefs and Buccaneers. That's just where I'm leaning right now. I might change my mind, but that's where I'm leaning uh, right now. I might talk myself out of it because the Chiefs have some big time injuries and we will see about Tampa Bay. But get in on the action at betonline.ag, guys. And when you get in there and you sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus if you use the promo code Locked On. That's right, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account. Use the promo code Locked On, and you will get 50% for a welcome bonus, just like I did. And you can get in off the sidelines and get in on the fun at BetOnline. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, don't forget to check out Locked On Today. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. All right, I'm Chris Russell. We finish up the radio program like this. Daniel Jeremiah of NFL Network and NFL Media. Of course, their lead 
draft analyst at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, and does a tremendous job. Listen, not everybody is right. Not everybody's going to get it right. Uh, But Daniel Jeremiah is usually pretty good. Uh, I I like him a lot. I like him as a person. Uh, And the Senior Bowl right now is going to be played after we record this, but before we come back for a new episode. And he put out his top 10 uh, out of the 100-plus players that are down in Mobile. So I wanted to run through a couple of them. Uh, Carlos Basham, they call him Boogie. Here's what Jeremiah said. Defensive end Wake Forest. Made himself some money by showing his inside and outside versatility. Uh, He can play as a 4-3 defensive end in a base defense at the next level and then kick inside in sub-packages. No top-tier defensive ends in the Senior Bowl this year, but Basham really stood out from the rest. Michael Carter, a running back from North Carolina. Jeremiah says, every now and then there's just a player who pops off the screen when I sit down and watch tape, and Carter is that guy this year. Burst out of the backfield. Legitimate shot to be a round two or round three pick in an era in which running backs are being devalued, and unfortunately he's right. Uh, he can play a role that, like Naheem Himes, plays for the Indianapolis Colts, which is a little bit of, you know, a little pop, a little sizzle, a uh, little bit out of the backfield. Another guy that I saw a bunch of this week on Twitter uh, and a little bit on the highlights is Demetric Felton, and he's Daniel Jeremiah's number three guy. Running back from UCLA, but can line up in the slot. Uh, Think, again, a different version of Antonio Gibson. He, Daniel Jeremiah said that Felton, uh, you know, under Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly told him, practiced at both running back and wide receiver. So again, very similar skill set to Antonio Gibson. Might be a little bit more lightning quick. Richie Grant, safety from UCF. Central Florida, uh, was all over the field, Jeremiah said. Was really impressive in one-on-ones, can cover in man and zone. Robert Hainsey, an offensive lineman from Notre Dame, we talked about Hainsey a little bit with, um, with David Harrison from Mobile earlier in the week. Uh, Jeremiah says, good hands, firm base, consistent, snaps at guard and tackle, You're getting an experienced player with good technique and a very good interviewer. So probably a very smart dude. Robert Hainsey, offensive lineman from Notre Dame. Cade Johnson, wide receiver from South Dakota State, uh, didn't play this year uh, because the Missouri Valley Conference didn't have a season, but he was good, according to Jeremiah. Won consistently in one-on-one drills, quick. If you're looking for a slot guy, and hey, guess what? The Washington football team is. There you go. Kay Johnson might be a guy. Uh, along with, again, um, the wide receiver from South Carolina that we talked about a lot earlier this week. Mac Jones? Uh, you know, listen, what else are you going to know about Mac Jones that you haven't seen at Alabama, right? He's not going to pop off the charts at you, but he's a good mid, you know, uh, he's a good late to late first round to mid-second round tops type quarterback winner. He's gotten better and better and better. Smart, good decision maker, accuracy, touch, 
Look, he's not going to throw bombs all over the place. I think he's going to be a more manage-the-game quarterback on the NFL level. Again, right in that late first-round range and could be there, certainly, for the Washington football team. Uh, I don't know if I would like him at 19, uh, to be honest with you. Maybe I'd trade back in that particular spot, but you know, you also can't take your chance. Quinn Manars, I don't know how exactly to say his name, an offensive lineman from Wisconsin Whitewater. He broke a bone in his right hand and played through it. So that's the deal with him, right? Uh, think about this. Wisconsin Whitewater is a Division Three school. You know who is starting in the Super Bowl and who might be one of their best off... Uh, he, he is one of their best offensive linemen. Ali Marpet from the NFC champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So uh, Menars is a guy that we should keep an eye on. Um, so, you know, who knows where he goes from here. Quincy Roche, an edge rusher from Miami. Jeremiah says, came into the week as an early day three pick and now maybe a round two, round three type of guy. Uh, Jeremiah pointed out how he was consistent from rep to rep, heavy hands and a motor that runs hot. Deontay Smith heard a lot about him. Offensive tackle from East Carolina. I saw him on some tape the other day. Uh, athletic, good base. Doesn't bend over too much. Now he only played one game, one game in the fall because of injury. And he was inconsistent in 2019. So maybe this is a guy with more of a high upside reach. Uh, but you probably see him, again, long arms. You probably see him in that third round-ish range. You know, think about Jaron Christian and how he kind of got drafted in the third round. And if we're going to talk about Kyle Smith's swings and home runs, well, Jaron Christian might be uh, his biggest strikeout. Darius guys too, ultimately. All right, that is going to do it for us from the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Thanks for being with us tonight and all week. We appreciate your patronage. We appreciate you listening. Also, thanks to our sponsors uh, on today's episode, TurboTax and Intuit Live, Built Bar, betonline.ag, and to you. Have a great rest of the weekend. Back next week, David Harrison is going to be a part of the podcast to think moving forward starting next week as we're going to collaborate a lot more uh, and you'll be hearing from him a lot more. He was great from the Senior Bowl of Mobile, Alabama. And also make sure you check him out on Locked on Bucks as they're heading to the Super Bowl. Uh, but he's a guy you're going to hear a lot more of in the very near future. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for being with us. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.